and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. As we welcome everyone to this uh, morning presentation, I'd like to read our passage of Scripture today coming from John chapter 1, starting in, in, there's only one verse, but I'd like to read verse 1 and then read verse 14. John chapter 1, and it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14, and it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we have seen His glory, the glory of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now we have seen this passage of Scripture, one of the Gospels, of the four Gospels, that was written, designed for the Greeks and the non-Greeks, um, uh, and designed for all the Christians in the world during that time, in order for them to see not just a different Christ, but a Christ that is more powerful than all the other gods in the world. There have been a search for this being, proper being. Uh, it started out uh, during the time of Descartes when he started saying, I think, therefore I am. And it was basically defined a thousand, thousands of uh, a thousand of years late uh, before this, before him, the Egyptian had this god called Horus, and he was basically the eye, you know, the big eye in the sky, and and thinking to be the powerful god of the universe. But even a thousand years before that, the Mesopotamian Mesopotamians had this god called Marduk, and it's a Power, supposed to be a powerful God, but in all these gods, in all the search that is being done during the time of the Christian era, John, the disciple, took this and defined it right away, starting off from his letter. He says, in the beginning was God, and the word was, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Verse 14, and the Word became flesh. Right there and then, John capsulized everything and put it all in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And not only to prove that He's different and more powerful than the other gods, that He's the creator of everything, uh, that He is God, Jesus is God, and also He is distinct from the Father with God, and he was with God, and he was God, and he's God himself. And, and the most crucial thing to understand is when this transition to verse 14, and this same powerful God became flesh. As soon as he said the word became flesh, then there were a lot of heresies that he had been trying to address as well that has been uh, propagating during that time, and it's the idea and the seed of Gnosticism and Docetism, basically saying that 
Jesus couldn't have been uh, became, uh, made flesh or became human being. He seemed to have become a human being, but he didn't really. Okay, so they call it monophysite. Um, that's a term that they use about him who did not really. He wasn't human and he wasn't uh, divine. He's the mixture of both, and and so therefore um, he couldn't be flesh. But but once again, uh, John had the audacity to say it right there in verse fourteen that this same God desired to dwell and tabernacle with man, and that's exactly what he did. He tabernacled. He in, he. He camped with men. And I'd like to go through this. This is uh, in theology. They call this incarnation. And I'd like to share with us three features of the incarnation of Christ just seen in this one verse in verse 14. The first one is, the, uh, the first one is bodily present. That God himself became flesh. Literally became a human being. And, and the word became flesh. When we say flesh, it's not talking about dead meat that we eat like a steak, but a living body came here on earth. That's why we celebrate Christmas because it's the most uh, um, uh, uh, amazing event in human history that God from heaven came here on earth and became like one of us, having a human body. And, 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 and that was the, uh, what, what John had used in this passage of his scripture, the word flesh, and the only son sent by the Father. Um, and the word from heaven became flesh. He was sent by the Father here on earth, fully human in every way. He didn't, looked like a human being and looked like God at the same time, but he became fully human in every way. So the first feature of the incarnation of Christ, him dwelling and tabernacling with man, is that his bodily present. He, he, his, his bodily present and he, and number two, calmly resident. In other words, he had lived with us. He didn't just come and then left immediately, but he came and dwelt amongst us, as what it says in the, in the next part of verse 14. And he became, and, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. He lived with us. He dwelt means to tent, to encamp, that is figurative, to occupy, uh, to reside. God did in the tabernacle of old. He did it to us as well when he came uh, as a human being. Fully human in every way, and he dwelt with mankind. We're talking about 33 years of his life, that he was fully human, setting aside the idea of docetism 
and and going against the mindset of monophysite that means he's either he's neither god nor man he's is is a mixture of both and and john says no 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 he truly became fully human and lived in fact amongst us so he was bodily present he calmly resident became one of us and lived in a family of Mary and Mary and and Joseph and with his brothers and sisters in a family who are into construction and and not only that that he was bodily present that he was calmly resident and stayed for 33 years before he died on the cross but he was gloriously evident that John himself said in the next part of the verse and we have seen his glory glory as the only son from the father full of grace and truth we see here that John is an he was an eyewitness one of the eyewitnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ that he could even describe him living his life full of grace and truth what an amazing experience this that John had being an eyewitness of the Messiah the Lord Jesus Christ and in this one verse we have seen the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we have seen his glory glory as of the only son from the father the begotten son of the father and full of grace and truth what a what what a powerful eyewitnesses john was and giving us a description and showing to the world that he is different and powerful compared to the other gods and also setting aside the idea that he did not become fully human and he said it like it is he became flesh and he lived amongst us the lord so desired to live amongst us and gave his life on that cross 2000 years ago because god wanted that covenant relationship to be sealed by the blood the perfect blood not of bulls or not of goats and sheep but the blood of of the lord jesus christ shed on the cross in order for us to have that covenant relationship with God and you too who are listening will can have that relationship and for those of you who have been listening to this and you've been a believer and follower of the Lord Jesus Christ may this cause uh, an eruption of praise in our hearts realizing that truly the Lord wanted to have fellowship with his creation and his children and the lord jesus had been our forerunner and became like one of us in order for that to come to pass so as i end and and leave you and we we might we can sing this song again uh the very notion that christ has come is just showing us that god loves us so much that he provided a way for us to have a relationship back with god through the death of his son and he had redeemed us from the power of sin so that we can have fellowship with God in heaven so i as i end today i 
what I'm trying to basically say is that Jesus, the only begotten Son, whom the Father sent out of heaven, became man to suffer on our behalf for our redemption and left His Holy Spirit to be with us forever. Let's just worship God today as we continue to reminisce and remember this message that truly God became man like one of us, became flesh in order to express His love for us. Let's just worship Him right now. Who knew this man of sorrows would make our hearts whole? We resurrection power is in us hallelujah praise him praise him thank you lord let's just pray right now and thank him for his goodness 
that the greatest event in human history already happened 2,000 years ago. And what is important to us today, listening to this, is to appreciate that relationship. And if you haven't received that relationship yet, I encourage us to come to Him today, repent of your sins, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and let Him be the Lord of your life, the Savior of your soul today. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for this word that you have given us. Truly, Lord, that he had come uh, fully human. Um, and we are grateful, Lord God, that he had accomplished his mission. The greatest missionary of all time is your own son, the Lord Jesus Christ, came here on earth, the mission field called the world. And in order to save mankind, and for us to have a relationship with you. And thank you, Lord, for that initiative, divine initiative of redemption. We give you all the glory and the honor. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.